See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. Welcome to Big... Now, this actually is a big show. Yeah, it is a big, big show. Big show number 5-0. Oh, my God. Wow. Big show. Slow robot a go-go. Show number 50. Does this mean AARP is going to be sending us, like, some, you know, stuff or whatever? Sure, why not? All right. Cool. Okay. I'm Mao. You can find us, if you would please, on iTunes. Just look up Slow Robot Agogo. And, or just type in Slow Robot. I'm sure we're in there somewhere. And hey, while you're there, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone how great we are. We need them. We need you to start talking about how awesome we are to your friends and family. And we would really would just think it was super if you would give us a nice rating and that stuff. If you're bored and want to find out all about all our background, you can go to our website. That's slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. And, of course, if you want to be in the know so you can taunt all your friends and family with your slow robot knowledge, well, then you might want to go ahead and join our Facebook group. Just look up Facebook uh, group under Slow Robot. Or you can go ahead and click the link, the link, the lazy link. Or click on, a lick. Yeah, click a lick on our website. I linked our Facebook group to each of the shows, <laughs> so that's a thing too. Also, yes. the soon—I I have a feeling this is going to be a soon-to-be defunct show, but it's one that's run for many, many years. Um, you can also listen to my various shenanigans on uh, bunchofdorks.com, or again, bunch of dorks on iTunes. It's the show that just talks stupid about nothing. And, uh, How about Slow Dorks <laughs> a Go-Go, maybe? Yes. It's kind of run its course, I think. Um, we haven't been doing them very often. We were, It was a weekly show, and um, kind of, it's running out of steam, you know. I mean, yeah. We're up to 240 shows or something like that. You can That's only, a good run. It's a pretty good run. I mean, I'm not... I don't know. I might just start doing it as a, as a solo show. Yeah. Like, as a place where I go just to talk. Just to get but it out of your system. Then it's not really a bunch of dorks, and it's just one it's dork. dork. Yes, it's a dork of dork. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and if you want to read my various musings, uh, or catch up on my year abroad in Korea, or catch up on reading my newest rant, then you can also go to kimchiagogo.wordpress.com, and that's not an audio format, that's just the written word, as it were, and I usually link up some kind of cool music video that expresses my rant of the week. So, or if you uh, just want ketchup, <coughs> go to the kitchen and get yes. some ketchup. And if you're out, my God, go to Publix and buy some decent stuff. Yeah, not, not cats up. <laughs> Throw the extra seventy-eight cents and get ketchup. It's real. It's a real product. It's not vinegar and tomato and uh, garbage cats and up. cats up. It's like gravelly garbage that they use at those. You ever notice that? Like anytime you work somewhere, if they give you free ketchup in the packet, it says cats up, and yeah. it's just it's wrong. Anyway, enough of my BS. Who is here with me? The one, the only, 
The doctor! <laughs> Dr. Morbius. From parts unknown. From catsup unknown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, catsup. I never really thought about it. I just figured somebody had the, the name trademarked and they had to use another name so they call it catsup. <laughs> if you see catsup on the packet, you know you're in for a bad ride because whatever you're eating is just going to get about ten times worse. Nice. Okay. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and actually, getting back to your... Um, your, your when, when you look us up do do google us a slow rob robot a go-go because if you just put slow robot you'll get some other you know dopey websites that's not us so that aren't funny yeah and don't talk about awesome movies yeah you make sure to put a go-go at the end yes as in a tie-in with music or yeah. musical tie-in as it were yeah exactly from the 60s from the 60s back when go-go dancers ruled the earth and oh, all man. was good with mankind anyway sometimes yeah, what are you going to do? It was good so, times. November was the, e the Beast from the East Unleashed Month. Japan. In which we showcased some of the finest cinema greatness to come out of Japan. From whatever region. Or whatever decade, I mean. And since this is the last show we'll be doing in November, we saved the, the, the biggest beast... Yes. From the East yes. to Unleash. Yes, that's right. We're talking about the one. We're talking about the only Godzilla. Or oh, Gojira. I thought we were talking about Gamera. Oh, shit. I, run the, I, run, I saw the wrong movie. Yes. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> yeah. Giant Turtles. Right. Sure. Why not? With rockets and... No, yeah. Was that and Gamera? little kids. Oh, God. The little kid troops. Did you ever see the one where, like... They actually shaved the little kid's head in the movie for, like, some <laughs> scene. I just felt bad for the kid. Uh, anyway. I, when you watch a lot of these flicks from Japan, they always seem to have little troops of precocious little yeah. scamps running to and fro, telling the hapless, human, uh, the hapless adults about Rodan or Ultraman or Mothra, Mothra or Deidre, whatever weird, wacky prince of space was yeah. landing in Japan at the time there was a group of fast running strange talking little children to let everyone know about it but not in this movie no this movie was all business yeah this was <laughs> now, uh, yeah before we get into Godzilla we will do our top 10 lists okay so in keeping in the spirit of the man the myth the god the Zilla we figured we would do the top ten big, goofy, monster, mo monsters from movies. Monsters or the, the from biggest movies. Giant monsters. monsters. Yeah, giant monsters, that kind of thing. From Before, all different, uh, you know, it's not just <clears throat> Japanese. Or no, no, it's wherever. Yeah. Uh, so, but before that, we are going to drop in some wacky trailers, and we'll be right back with our gigantic list of huge, gigantic monsters from movies. It's refreshment time, folks. Taste that beats the others. Go! Pepsi pours it on. Taste that beats the others. Go! Pepsi pours it on. Hello there. 
What is life like as a stomach? Oh, boy, it was humdrum. I mean, until what's-his-name discovered Tony's Pizza. Tony's Pizza? Yeah, I was suffering from the pizza cravings until Tony's came along. Crispy, crushed, and zesty sauces. <laughs> wow! And so now... What's that? Another pizza craving. Just thinking about Tony sets it off. Oh, where, where are you going? He's going to get a Tony's Pizza. And I follow him anyway. Does your stomach send you pizza craving signals? Oh, wow. Tony's, the pizza craver's pizza. Available at the concession stand. All right. And as you can tell, um, this is, we're doing this show on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. So to, to, to make all the turkey cravings go away, we're going to head up some Tony's Pizza and Pepsi. That's right. Our newest sponsors, apparently. At the concession stand. Yes, the concession stand, and that's a thing. And I hope you guys survived uh, Black Friday, because I'm looking at the news, and some people didn't, you know. <laughs> I will, I'll tell you this. I didn't go to any store. I don't even care. I didn't either. I did it one or two years, and I felt dirty, and I hated it, and I was like, you know what? Screw this. And they keep making it earlier and earlier. Now it's starting, like, actually Thanksgiving, yeah. Instead of Black Friday now, they're starting at 8 p.m. on on uh, Thursdays. I'm like, why are we? Why do we keep selling our souls? We're, yeah. We are. Li- we are literally just throwing our heritages away. Soon stores will be open Thanksgiving. They'll be open Christmas. Christmas. They'll never stop. Like we need bullshit from Walmart on yeah, Christmas. Right. You know what I mean, yeah. screw you. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you know, every once in a while you get a gift and you go, oh, I got to get this dude a gift or this chick a gift or my mom or whatever. Yeah, okay, I'll filthy, greed-driven, crappy But greed is good, as uh, Gordon Gecko said. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go into our list, we did forget our weekly What Did You Watch? What Did You Watch? Maybe because I forgot what I watched. I did, well, I got the fourth... Um, the final, not the final. They're still making them. I got the fourth uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, which I do enjoy that. Not that much, but I I like watching it. You know, um, <clears throat> kind of a tame week. I think that's about it. Nice. I, I might I might have watched one or two other things. I'm trying to think. Gosh, um, I watched some stupid Hercules movie. I can't even remember which An one. An old it was. one or a new? Oh, one? old one. Yeah, the originals. Oh. Um, oh, well, because King Don wants to talk about one yeah. of those. Yeah, well, I watched, I think it might have been the original one. Remember right. the one with that Italian boxer that yeah. was the Dirt yeah. King or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. so I watched that, and uh, yeah, that's cool. I actually watched a marathon of NCIS. <laughs> I, got, I got hooked on that in Korea. They're L- playing like, them in Korea in English? See, yeah, that's what happens. Like, there's one or two channels that's, that show English shows. Oh, okay. So when you're a stranger in a strange land all by yourself, you kind of watch whatever's on in the English. Yeah, yeah, Now, yeah, I did yeah. run an HDMI cable from my laptop to the TV, and then I was playing movies. Movies, yeah. But before I figured that little heist out, then I, I was watching like this, and I got hooked on NCIS because that's all you're watching. Then you start watching, and you're like, oh, this is a pretty good show, and mm. yeah. Who's in that? Who's the actor in uh, that? Mark, Har- Mark Harmon. Mark okay. Harmon and couple other people it's it's decent it's you know it's the same crap that crime solve a solve a murder crap it's like buddy Epson in that sure why not okay so what do you <laughs> so what did you watch this week dr morbius because i was parts ta- unknown because i was talking to somebody and we were like thinking about all the i was talking to duder and we yeah, were jo- oh yeah yeah and we were joking around about all the old cop shows they had you know about like how, oh, so how nice. silly they were you know and it was like canon was this like you know he, obese 
guy running around, you know, like fighting you know, all sorts of crime. And you're thinking, and we're thinking like he's chasing after some young guy, and he's like, slow down, my heart's beating like a rabbit, you know. What was like, that one, uh, Jake and the Fat Man? Jake and the Fat Man, yeah. I forgot who, I forgot who was the Fat Man, or, or Jake for that matter. And then yeah. Buddy Epson was like the octogenarian uh, police officer, you know. It was like, Buddy Epson's like 80 years old, and he's like kicking ass, you know. And I'm like, well, who, who came up with these? And then... Freaking oh, Columbo was hilarious. Like, oh, Columbo's... Columbo's good. Though. No, no, he was hilarious. He was. He good, was hilarious. Yeah. Hey, just one more thing. He'd always like, ah, oh, there's the zinger. You know, you you know it's coming. And yeah. you know the thing about Columbo is you watch it and you you know like within the ten minutes who the bad guy is. It's the whole show's about him figuring out how to get him or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know? They actually play those on MeTV on Sundays. I, nice. I catch them every once in a while. But they had all these dopey detectives like, well, Mannix wasn't that bad because he was a, Mike Connors was a younger guy. Where <laughs> Kojak. Kojak, yeah, he was pretty cool with the lollipop. And then Hawaii Five O with the hair helmet, you know, Jack Lord or whatever. I mean, they were like, you know, they were all cool. But this Barnaby Jones and, and Cannon were like, really? I what guess. was the one with Fish? Um, Barney Miller. Barney Miller, yeah. Did and you see a commercial a couple of years ago where Fish was doing a Snickers commercial? Uh, yeah, Abe Vigoda is still alive, and he was doing he was oh doing God. a Snickers commercial. He's still alive? He's still alive, man. He's got to be close to ninety. Hell, Mickey he's, Rooney's still he's 9, alive. He's nine thousand. Is how old he is. Mickey Rooney's still alive, and he's been doing movies since the thirties. He must. He's I think, ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. And Mel Brooks is still alive. Eleven billion years old is how old they are. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. All these all these old cop shows. You, you know, know what I used? To, my grandmother loved this show, and I used to I used to go to my grandmother's a lot. You know, as a kid. And she used to watch Emergency 51. Oh, Emergency. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, was it just called Emergency? Yeah, the one with Julie London, right? Is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emergency, was like, yeah. yeah emer- the two young guys. Yeah, are, yeah. yeah Emergency. And, and the, the running gag was they could never eat. Yeah, they yeah, that's sit it. Down, yeah. Like, I'm going to sit down to the seat. Like, and they let it go. And, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, it's so wacky. People are dying. Oh, those are great shows. No hoagie for you. <laughs> <laughs> no hoagie for you. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so what did you watch this week? Well, here's here's an interesting here's an interesting story. At least I think it's an interesting story about a man named Brady. Yeah, <laughs> or about a lady named Brady. Yeah, or whatever. Raising. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever, yeah. So anyway, anyway. Um. Okay. I go through my vast collection of gar- crappy books, and you know, well, they're not crappy, but there's a lot of them anyway. <laughs> and so I pull out this uh, book called Shock Express: A Guide to Exploitation Cinema. It was like a collection of fanzine articles from whatever the 80s or 90s or whatever. So really? I, well, yeah. So hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. I haven't looked at this in a while. So I'm looking through it, and it has a, a, an article on um, this kind of obscure guy who did a couple of movies. We did three, named Peter Carpenter. But his whole deal was he did like three movies in the 70s, but they were kind of like, they were borderline horror, almost kind of like erotic thrillers. But the guy was like real Vegas. He liked, like he... He sang and danced, and he was like this. He looked kind of like a low-budget Tom Jones. Tom Jones, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Right when you started saying that, I'm like, Yeah, he's like, he had the, the curly hair, and he was muscular or whatever. <laughs> hey, it's not unusual. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, what's-her-face is in it? Ilsa. Diane Thorne's in a couple of the movies. Yeah. So I'm like, I read the article, and I'm like, oh, this It's quickly becoming my favorite movies. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and I've seen him before, but I was like, you know what? Let me... I wonder what happened to him, because he only did these two movies while... It's a mystery because I go online and I see that he's listed as 
dying in 1971. Well, these movies were made in six, 69, 70, and 71. So I'm like, really? Maybe so, maybe they, they released him even though he died. I, I, I don't, I, you know, it's weird. But anyway, so I do some searching, and I see that there's a DVD of one of the movies, Point of Terror, and it's got an interview with a, an actress. And basically, I went and found it. I got it. And she's basically saying that, you know, she lost track of him. And, like, years later, she was asking, like, in the 80s, she she said, oh, you were in the movie, too. You know what happened? And she goes, oh, we think he died, like, in the late 70s or early 80s. But it was just, like, weird because it's, like, all these years you're thinking, ah, you know, these dopey movies are kind of fun. I kind of like them. Yeah. They're cheesy. They're, they're real 70s. I mean, there's, like... And, and like, dude's been dead for 40 years. <laughs> I was yeah. just kind of, like, taken aback. So I, I emailed my friend, and he's like, wow, I need to look into this. I didn't realize that Peter Carpenter had uh, passed away. So there you go. But, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great kind of, like, sleazy, dopey, cheesy movie. Yeah. So it might be in our uh, did you one of watch, our versus Did you shows. just watch one, or did you watch all three? Or I just watched the one. I just watched yeah. Point of Terror. I didn't, the other one's Blood Mania, and then there's one that's like a real soap opera called Love Me Like I Do. I haven't I haven't watched that one yet, but Blood huh. Mania and Point of Terror are, used, are the, what, now are what's, the two what, ones. Now, what's the deal with them? Just... Well, the Point of Terror starts out great. At the beginning of it, it's like Peter Carpenter sitting there on a stage, He's 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 all in red and he's got this like red fringe jacket yeah. and the first thing he's doing is he's doing like this like kind of Elvisy thing with his hands in the air and he's singing the title song all the way through <laughs> while the credits go awesome. and it's totally cheese bag or whatever but it's got like he's like hey point of terror <laughs> yeah, yeah no but he, he, we need to watch this because he does these weird hand gestures I, I don't know, it's hard to explain he wants to be like Elvis you know he's Too all much. like that's right baby he's doing like you know, like, like yeah. <laughs> oh, hands up, Trevor! Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was whatever. But yeah, I watched so, that, and uh, cool. that was that was quite enough. I watched some Rocky and Bullwinkle yesterday on uh, <laughs> on VH1 Classic. They why had like a marathon. Yeah. yeah, sure. You know, football, turkey, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Why the hell not? So yeah, those are some pretty rough games. Uh, yeah, I actually won them all in my uh, in nice. my, in my uh, picks or whatever. But the rest of the week still. Uh, I never saw an ass kicking like the uh, like the New England Patriots put on the Jets. Oh well, you saw it the week before with the Colts, but at least the Colts scored a little more points. No, that, I mean yeah. they scored three touchdowns in fifty nine seconds. I, I know. Oh I was I was on the phone with a friend of mine. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? You know. I was on the phone with a friend of mine. I had the sound off, and I'm like, another touchdown. Okay, so we're talking, and I'm looking. Another touchdown. All right. So like, it's like I've been talking to you for 14 seconds. They, exactly. They scored touchdowns. 14 touchdowns. Yeah. So yeah, but it was cool. You know, everything's everything's chill. So. Sure. Why not? There you go. And that's all you watched. Is those? Oh, besides more episodes of Night Gallery and yeah. you know, things like that or whatever. But yeah, basically. Cool. All right. Well, then we're gonna go into our top 10 lists. Top 10 <laughs> lists. <laughs> yes. Why not? Okay. The top 10, like. Large, huge um, <laughs> monster <laughs> monsters, or like, yeah, like monsters from movies. And I played a little fast and loose with some of these, but mo- for the most part, I was pretty close to it. Okay, the the number nine. And of course, I'm going ten to one. One being the the king of all kings. Honorable mentions are the worms from Tremors, oh, those yeah. big worms, you know. Oh, okay. All right. And um, smog monster. From one of the Godzillas. Hedera. Yeah. Oh, was it Hedera? Yeah, yeah, Hedera. Okay, those are my two honorable mentions. So, number 10, the Rancor from Return of the Jedi. That was the thing. 
in Jabba's lair oh, underneath yeah, yeah. when they would drop yeah, through the cage. Yeah. yeah. Who he killed by throwing a skull and dropping the gate on his brains. Nice. Number nine. The giant squid from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make my top ten, but it, but I like it a lot. It's a very cool feel. Uh, Kirk Douglas was a, was, was a bad mofo in that movie. I mean, that's it's, right. It's pretty good. Okay, let's see. The next one, number ten, nine. Number eight is The Monster from Cloverfield. Now that is Never basically saw the movie. Cloverfield's a pretty good movie. It's like a mixture between found footage and uh, shaky cam meets Godzilla, kinda. The, the monster at the end—they don't even name it. It's just some gigantic. Oh, and by the way, now that you mentioned Godzilla again, I just noted—I read something today which really was disturbing, but it might be good. I don't know. They're actually doing another remake of Godzilla. Well, they better. Josh not. Whedon's doing another one. It's filming right now. As we they speak. better not screw it up. Anyway. Okay, number ten, nine, eight, number seven, the Kraken from the um, not from this is, this is from the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Okay. Kind of like a big, it's same theory, a big kind of octopusy thing. Octopusy. That was double seven. Kind of runs in and shoots people. Yeah. Next one, Rodan. Rodan. Gotta give love to the Rodan. Flying bird. Yep. Flying pterodactyl <laughs> bat looking thing. Okay, next one. I this one's stretching it, but I'm gonna say the Queen from Aliens. Okay. Now mm, she was big. She wasn't like King Kong big, but she was like a gigantic menacing alien, so I kinda thought she qualified. Okay. Number four. Mothra, of course. Masuraya. Masuraya. Number three, the giant Gila monster. Yeah. I love the giant Gila monster. Yeah, Yeah. Don Sullivan. I sing whenever I sing whenever I sing. Nice. Number two, of course, King Kong. Yeah. And we all know where number one is going. My number one movie of my entire life. Nah, I think Godzilla's probably like my number three. Yeah. And number two. It's always the the day the earth stood still. Then, depending on my mood, either Godzilla or Death Race 2000. Like, those two flip-flop between two and three. But Godzilla, of course, is my number one king of monsters. And then number four four is Crocodile Blondie, right? Sure, why not? Okay. (laughs) I I think number... Look that one up, kids. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not at work. <laughs> Not at work. <laughs> Not when you're at work, though. <laughs> okay, so who do you got? Let's hear your... Okay, since I didn't write it down, because I'm just going to like he didn't freeform do, He this. didn't do his homework. He's sticking it to the man. I'm like Clint Eastwood, and there's a chair in front of me, and I got my fingers to count ten, so here I go. <laughs> All right. The Colossal Man. Nice. Glenn, Glenn, uh, Glenn, I forgot what his last name was, but I always... Not that, Shel- Sheldon? No, 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 that's a proofreader. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 cool. No, the Colossal Man. Uh, I, I forgot what his yeah, last yeah, yeah. name. Glenn, who cares? Just Glenn, Glenn yeah. I, when I was a kid, actually, the one that freaked me out more was War of the Colossal Beasts. Because in the Colossal Man, he just grew. But in the War of the Colossal Beasts, he came he was back li- and he had the... In the he, he was had living the, in the he, desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had yeah. that radiology. Yeah, his eyeball oh. was missing and all yeah. that. Freaked me out as a kid. I love that kid that came running in. Ah, he's talking in Spanish and he lost his drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. I think he said a gigante, a a monstruo. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, 
That one freaked me out when I was a kid. So the Colossal Man. All right. Okay. Well, you got the Colossal Man or the giant or the War of the Colossal Beast, then you have to have the fifty foot woman. I mean, you know, we did that movie already. She's Allison Hayes. She's beautiful and she's fifty feet tall. Just Glenn Lanning. Awesome. Glenn Glenn Manning. That's right. No, yeah. Langan. Langdon, okay, all right. Uh, Bird Eye Gordon. You yeah, Bird Eye Gordon you did all. Bastard. He did all those giant <laughs> he did movies. Or so whatever. many bad movies. Go ahead, sorry. Okay, Gamera, the nice. giant turtle. You know, I yeah. mean, he's 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 friend to all children. How did he not make my list? Ah, you forgot, my I list guess. Sucks. You know, right. you know, he's a friend of all children. He did a ton of movies. They're still redoing them now or whatever. Yeah, they think they are still. Running They're them. totally surreal. I found an old videotape. Of a Gamera movie that I had, it was so goofy because of the intro. It's some kid who was like the son of the uh, the the director, the producer, and he's telling you, "Okay, kids, when you put the tape on, if it's not working right, tell your parents how to fix the tracking." I'm like, "Oh man, we just hit the '80s here, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, Gamera loves the '80s. Yeah, Gamera. Tracking button. Okay, uh, King Caesar from Godzilla versus the Cosmic Monster." Giant mm. dog, gotta love That's it. That's a three-headed you know? dog, right? No, 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 no. He's a one-headed dog or whatever. But it was like when I watched it, I was like, "Who is this guy? What is this?" And this is uh. a dog. Okay, it's a dog. That's cool. I can. You, mm. you said you never saw the Godzilla versus the Cosmic I Monster. Didn't, it's I not guess. one of the good ones. Yeah, it must not be. But you know what I found is like after we I watched this our movie, I kind of like have like a real liking for the the kitty ones or whatever. Yeah, they're different. They're different. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll talk a lot about. We'll talk a lot about that whole. Well, how he's been whatever. viewed, how he's changed over the years. Yeah. Godzilla, of course. We could have done a top ten Godzilla monsters. Yeah, yeah To be honest, yeah. there's been so many of them. You know. Okay. Uh, Beast from Fifty Thousand Fathoms. Ray Harryhausen. Mm. The inspiration for Godzilla, basically. So uh, that's a good one. Um, Twenty million. I think it's twenty million. Miles to Earth, the Emir, the little uh, another Harry Housen where he's he's like uh, he almost looks like he's uh, he's like this bald headed monster and he gets bigger and bigger as the movie comes along. Harry Housen was great at uh, well, you just go ahead and at look the transitions at, or whatever. Yeah, he, he was he was a great puppeteer, like the guy who did like Willis O'Brien, who did um, King Kong. So he was like he was like his assistant, and then he became like you know. You know, a, a totally, totally great dude or whatever. You know, so yeah, the Emir. Uh, you know, I mean, all, all you know, the rest of them will probably be Godzilla guys or whatever. But it's like, um, oh, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that <laughs> guy? He almost looks like the Beast from the Black Lagoon or something, but it's not. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he. It, it was just. It was just one of those things that you saw as a kid, and right, you yeah, were like, like, this one. Yeah. Yeah. We we okay. Go ahead. Okay, that's right. That's right. He looked kind of like a half dragon, half yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, Ghidra, three headed. Come on, yeah. gotta love it, you know. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I remember seeing that as a kid, and like kind of like going like, God, this is really cheesy because the heads are all bobbing oh, and around the lightning was flying all over the place wasn't yeah it? it was it was all too much but now it's kind of i got like a uh, well with all the japanese we have more of a fascination for it now than i uh than i did you oh, know yeah. before or whatever okay then you got son of kong kind of kind of like tugged at my heartstring 
because I remember seeing it as a kid, and the ending, he's kind of like, you know, he gives it up to save the people. Yeah, he was, he was the son, but he was like an albino <laughs> dude or whatever, you know. So it was all cool. Mighty Joe Young, same yeah. uh, Willis O'Brien. You know, a funny, funny, funny version of the Kong thing, you know. Yeah. Then you got Kong, the classic. Yeah, not not the, well, you know, not the Dino Kong or the one that came out, you no, know, no, no, no. a few years ago or whatever. And then, you know, I'll put my number one. Just because we're doing the movie is uh, Godzilla. You got you kind of almost ha- it has to be. It's is tough it, you, to differentiate yeah. between Kong and Godzilla, but I'll go with Godzilla. Yeah, I don't know. I never because he so, he he went from being this like monstrous guy to kind of like a, a a superhero or a good guy. Yeah, he really flip like, flops. He skirts yeah. the line like he's yeah, like a yeah, Hollywood yeah. bad boy. Yeah, you know? Godzilla yeah. is basically like um what's that guy that plays Iron Man um. Oh, um, uh, yeah, what's his face? I can't, oh, I'm... Robert Jr.? Downey Jr. Yeah, he's like, Godzilla's like Robert Downey Jr., you know, he's kind of a bad boy, but still beloved. Yeah. He's still a friend to all. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're going to drop in two more food-related commercials, and then when we come back, we are going to talk about, in depth, the one and only Godzilla. So stick with us. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Long ago in Colonial Virginia, a tempting new recipe was created. They called this tasty dish Smithfield Barbecue. And today that famous James River Smithfield Barbecue is still being prepared right there in Smithfield, Virginia, lovingly simmered in old-fashioned open kettles. The fame of James River brand Smithfield Barbecue has spread over the entire world so that today happy folks in every land are enjoying that old Virginia dish, rich in tender meat, Tangy with barbecue sauce. Getting hungry? Well, we wouldn't just tell you about Smithfield Barbecue. Step up and enjoy one at our refreshment stand right now. When you bite into that luscious, lip-smacking Smithfield Barbecue sandwich, you'll find out for yourself why James River brand Smithfield Barbecue is a favorite everywhere. A cup of whipped hot chocolate tastes great right now. Carnation's Cocoa Supreme, the delicious hot chocolate drink with the light, delicate flavor you like. Wouldn't a good hot cup taste good right now? Ask for a cup of whipped hot chocolate at our snack bar. Mm-mm-mm. Nothing like hot chocolate and barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you ate that, you would spew. Yeah, well, you know, don't don't like they say, don't try this at home or anything. Yeah, we like got to be faithful to all of our sponsors. Yeah, Tony's Pizza. Yeah, Tony's um, Pizza, Smithfield, Rocky and Bullwinkle, Carnation. Sure, why not Pepsi and uh, Pepsi. And, yeah, they're, um, they're they're sending us all these lavish checks and okay, that's all a lot. Yeah, I don't know, you know. Anyway, now we're gonna have to get a few things out right in the open. Um, your friend, you should your friend should really be here. But that would turn into probably like a four-hour show, yeah. and we would just turn on record and leave. Because yeah, he, basically. He, uh, yeah. uh, Dr. Morbius, from Parts Unknown, has a friend that did extensive like research and did a book on Godzilla. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. He's, so he's an expert on he it. He knows leaps and bounds above me who have watched... I've watched Godzilla quite a bit in my life. Um, I, For the longest time, when I was a kid... I watched the American version. Yeah. Now, I didn't know there was any other kind. 
um, until maybe maybe eight years ago or something like that. Like I had just watched the Godzilla that was given to me with Raymond Burr, and hey, it's Godzilla, and I watched it. And then when you find out there's a Japanese version, you go, huh. And you think it's the same, and someone says, no, no, they're totally different. You go, hmm. Then when you watch the Japanese version, you're like, wow, this is a much better movie. <laughs> and, and then you watch them, and you start to realize how different they are. Mm-hmm. Now, it is it is very similar, of course, you know. But the American version, upon rewatching is much hokier because of Raymond Burr and how they had to edit him in yeah, yeah, than yeah. the original Japanese Godzilla. I watched them back-to-back this today, so I would be kind of... Could remember everything better not, and stuff like that. Not to be getting ahead of anything, uh-huh. but the one thing I noticed in the in the Raymond Burr is like, what was Raymond Burr and his sidekick doing in that tent? <laughs> Smoking <laughs> cigarettes and looking longingly at each yeah, other. Yeah, what was, what was up with that? Anyway, yeah. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves, you know. But um, anyway. <laughs> I'm also not really going to address, there's a lot of analysis put into the Godzilla, the Godzilla franchise. I'm just going to talk about the movie, you know, basic plot points, and what I like about it, and that's it. Like, I'm not going to talk about how it's a metaphor for atomic war. Oh, but I'm not going to talk... I mean, well, yeah, and... Okay, it's very I get somber. It, but there's a lot of different, like, people putting a lot of different things oh, yeah. on this. Oh, but and it I, is. And I'm like, let it go, man. I'm just watching it as a movie. Yes, the first Godzilla is very somber. Somber. It's it's not not somber to the to the point where it's rough to well, some parts of it are oh, rough well, that to watch. When, when the mother's now we're gonna go little... see Daddy. And yeah, man. I was like I was like, whoa. There's okay. three she's holding three kids. Three kids, yeah. And and Godzilla is pretty much trashing the joint and uh yeah. she says we're gonna go see Daddy yeah. now. Yeah, it's like and, yikes. And they talk a lot about this was really this was because of atomic war. This is he has radiation and like okay we get it like yeah. that is part of the story if you didn't know that yeah. then you know you're not listening yeah. to the wrong show we get it so at this point I think you're going to talk about the American version well we both are oh, okay yeah. I, didn't, I, I, didn't wa- I didn't watch the Japanese one I just watched the American one uh, like ever uh, yeah I have seen it but I didn't watch it this time oh, okay but I have cool. seen it yeah a while ago because yeah. yeah. I uh, after doing that today I had never done them back to back Right. There'd always been some time in between. I found the American version almost unwatchable. Okay. After watching it, what like putting them back to back, because it's so clearly like hacked in, so there could be an American guy there. Sure. And like, yeah, there's two stand-ins for Emiko and the not not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. they only show their backs because they they're not back, them. Yeah, and they had like, to do that. Yeah. there's so many weird things. And basically, the American guy's there too. Oh, my Japanese is a little rusty. What is he saying? Oh, he's saying. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. at that point, they didn't think anyone wanted to read any subtitles, so they just didn't. And they have didn't. Any. They just didn't have any. They wouldn't. They didn't care about it. I know? don't know when subtitles came into the picture, but it had to have been in the late '60s, maybe maybe mid '60s. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I read some story where basically the one of the guy, the guy who 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 heard about this movie in America, uh-huh. saw, was saw something, saw it in a Chinatown theater in L.A. and loved it so much that he went and bought a, uh, the rights for like. Twenty five thousand, and then he ended up selling it to Joe Levine, and I forgot who the other person was for I don't know how much money. And then they're the ones 
who did all the uh, Americanizing of it. Because, right. you know, I mean, in 1956... I guess they... How, really? They wouldn't have read? They didn't... No. They I didn't, mean, it, it, you know, even, even though it's very somber, it was... When you get a giant monster like that, they're not marketing to uh, adults. They're marketing it to kids. And that's kids were, true, I Kids guess. weren't going to read it. They're just jumping up and down, eating their popcorn and, like, you know, doing <laughs> all that stuff. Big monsters. Yeah, so they had to make it... They had to Americanize it and... You know, this movie basically, I think, anyway, made Raymond Burr a star because he had been doing, what, Bride of the Gorilla on television before this, and now, yeah. as Steve Martin... Uh, wild he, uh, and crazy guy! Wild and crazy guy, yeah. <laughs> Every time he said that, I was, wild and crazy guy! <laughs> yeah, I, I read that they, for the American version, they, they actually took out 20 minutes of the Japanese oh. one, but they took out a lot of the... Uh, romantic right the love triangle stuff went away and one of the other things that they I thought was very I guess telling for how they were trying to market it they took out like that the uh, the Dr. Shiozawa Uh, the the eye patch guy they took out all of his yeah they took out all of his inner struggles about creating this bomb the the, uh, aqua the oxygen the oxygen destroyer destroyer they took out all of that inner turmoil he was going through and reduced it to one sentence. She said, oh, he doesn't like that because he can't, he, he feels bad about making it or something like that. That was it. Like, but they took know, out the love triangle thing with Raymond Burr saying, and they loved each other even though Emiko was promised to Dr. Suzawa. That was the end of that. And then there was like one line that was written in to say, yes, he doesn't want to be the maker of the oxygen destroyer to doom all mankind. But oh well. But but you yeah. know but you know what I I kind of got it even though but I did read about it I got I kind of got what the point of it was was that he didn't he he did he threw he destroyed the the you know the formula oh yeah and then he wanted and then he and then he did what ha, what he had to do so nobody would get it right you could tell that he was kind of doomed from the beginning just from the eye patch you know, right something was, but but you I mean in the Japanese version that that was a really major plot yeah, point yeah, like yeah. how he really didn't want this to become what he knew it would and he labored over that and you know and just now, uh, it now, was okay now the now i didn't i didn't like again i didn't watch the japanese no, one cool. this time so the american one is basically told in flashback up to a certain point the yeah. japanese is not no the the japanese it's yeah, more linear the, yeah the japanese is totally linear okay and the the american one by necessity was hacked up and kind of done by voiceover from raymond burr as he's describing the events. Yeah, and in the American like, one, he's already he's already been through it. He's like in a hospital he's and like, he's, Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, he survived. I don't know how he survived it after that one scene or whatever, but he's he pulled a Tom Cruise. Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> he's the last samurai. Raymond Burr is the actual last samurai. It's yeah, crazy. but he's he's telling the story about Yeah, oh beautiful. He's telling the story about he was in Japan and then he was he had he he was in the he was in the uh, airport and then he got you know, rerouted, and then all of a sudden, it's like all this stuff's happening, and you know, there's there's a in that island, Odo Island, there's yeah. like fishing ships disappearing, and then they go there, and then you know, the, the natives, you know, believe it's a giant monster, and nobody believes it, and then hey, you know, the natives hey, are right, the whole nine yards, and 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 you know, it goes on from there throughout the destruction of Tokyo, and yeah, and boy, you know, you know he kind of. Makes a few Godzilla makes a few appearances, um, in both versions. In the first version, he looks like a puppet. Well, yeah, I mean, when he comes up over the mountain, he looks like a yeah, puppet. Yeah, he and yeah, but 
he doesn't really get pissed off until they do the depth charges and then they try to electrocute him. Yeah, yeah, After right. that, it's on. He yeah. destroys to- uh, Tokyo. Like, he was just kind of being a little bit of a nuisance, but not really. Now, in, in, in the Japanese, did they explain why he woke up? Because, you know, there's no explanation. It's like, okay, there was some testing yes, going on. he woke up because of the atomic bombs. The, po- the atomic bombs woke him up, and he was just yep. resting, whatever, and, that's and why suspended animation or he something. He had um, r- the radiation... Okay was in his footprints. Like, the, yeah. wa- the water was irradiated. Yeah. They couldn't drink water yeah, in the right. villages. And um, they even had, like, they found a trilobite in his... Like, in the Japanese version, they find a trilobite in his um, footprint. Well, that, that's in the American oh, version. Oh, it is it too? Okay, sorry. Yeah. That is um, in ta- intact. Yeah. And they're like, this. these have been extinct for 25 million years. This is in his toe. You know, he's... They're, and they're talking about how we woke him up from with our, with our atomic bombs and testing and crap like that. Yeah, because because uh, yeah. I hadn't uh, you know, I hadn't watched the American in a while I, and I've forgotten that it was all flashbacks up to a, a certain point and I was like, oh okay, all right, yeah, and it's starting to come back now or whatever. And then yeah. at the ending of it, and you know, you see what you see what happens at the end, and I was like, oh okay, well you know, at first I was kind of like, I don't know, I'm, I'm thinking that like I'm more used to the uh, Goofy color ones, you know, they're more 60s, and um, yeah. this is, might be, this just seems like a little too this was a, serious for a giant monster movie or and whatever. And this was, this was like not, I don't know how to say it, like this one, I don't know, they knew they were making a movie, but this was more like made like Jaws. They, they put a lot into it, and like it wasn't done for any kind of like, because Godzilla's kind of changed over the years to being yeah. goofy, being... A little bit the sillier. Con, the suit changes all the time, too. Yeah. There's, the different suits There's a lot the of different versions. I mean, yeah. the first one was around for one or two, I think. For I mean, Raids Again and this one, I think. Yeah. And then they changed them after that yep. constantly. Which I, have, I didn't I, realize. Well, I have them all lined up back there. Oh, okay. I have, I have like a four and a half, six to six inch version of each of them from all the different periods from Japan. <clears throat> but they all... Um, um, so the first one was... Like we said before, it was very somber, very adult messages, adult overtones. Like this wasn't like a kid movie, no. you know. And it became a kid movie uh, once Toho was like, "Holy shit, that worked!" And everyone started loving it, and it was a big phenomenon. Even and then the they're like, "Oh one, yeah." Even the second one wasn't really a kids movie. No, he either. wasn't playing around. Well, hell, the first Gamera wasn't a kid's movie yeah, he, either. The, he was not there to save Japan, no. and he was not there to care about who he squished. He no. was laying his radio he's his radioactive uh, breath. He was killing children and people running and he was burning shit to the ground and he destroyed Tokyo. The only reason that that they figured that they used the oxygen destroyer on him was because he'd kicked so much ass when he the last time he came up on on into Japan that the 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 doctor that made the oxygen destroyer was like, "Oh, I guess we got to use it, you know." Yeah, I, do, I don't want to use this and this is horrible, but and, and and I read also that they took uh they took out all the kind of references to the fact that Emiko was going to be like an arranged marriage because people in the U S probably go what the hell's an arranged marriage yeah, or whatever yeah, she, you know I mean he, it's foreign it's foreign thing to uh, now it's 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 very improbable but that's still not gone no that's, no that's no. still a thing in Japan not. Like I, I want to say that it's not a, it's not gone in Japan. It's very unlikely. It's very not, it's not common, but it is still a thing in Japan. 
Yeah. And and I think in China as well, it's very common where they're like, well, you know, you're going to marry him and yeah, deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice life. We took our cow or whatever they traded. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. But um so anyway, the American one is basically th- shown through the eyes of Raymond Burr. He's like mm-hmm. the he's like you know, they have, he's like you watching all this yeah. happen. And he's a reporter, which from the cup from like, when you watch these old movies I have a feeling the only way that a gaijin was allowed to go into Japan and hang out was if he was a reporter. Yeah. Okay. Like that. Like that's the basis. That was the basis for the um, uh, the one we watched last week. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. The, but, uh, but that's like a kind of the a monster. Yeah, the monster. That's kind of a reoccurring thing. That's right. He was a reporter. Where they're too. just. I think Japan wasn't so keen on having foreigners wandering around. Back then. Back anyway. then. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, they're much more. Uh, common to see, um, depending on where you are, it's much more common to see foreigners. You know, I was over there and nobody even batted an eye. Most of them can speak English. Right. Um, t- not, not well, but you know what I'm saying? Like, enough. Enough. So, but I think I'm gathering from the way that, that that's always the standard fare. The only time it was really keen to be in Japan is if you were a reporter, you know. Right. Or maybe it was just lazy writing. Or rock group. <laughs> yeah, in the fifties. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, probably. They, 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 well, maybe not in the fifties. More so in the sixties. Sixties and seventies. Yeah, yeah, maybe not in the fifties. That's right. Yeah. And and you know, who's gonna believe a rock star? They'd be like, dude, I just saw a big lizard. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Hendrix. Yeah, just uh, probably in the fifties. Take another hit, ass. Probably in the fifties, they were still a little too sensitive to the uh, Americans. Yeah, <laughs> you we know, about what happened. Yeah, you know what happened. So true. you know, yeah, it was kind of like maybe you know, you know, chill out or whatever. But anyway, so the Japanese one. Mm-hmm. Is how linear is it? It starts off because I didn't wa- I didn't no, watch 100%. it this time. Okay, it's so just it's, like one to one to one. Like so, it starts off with Godzilla hasn't even. Hit. No, yeah, the first thing that they show is what's about, I think the fifth scene in in the um, in the American version when there's a, just like the sailors on a boat and there's that's like the, a, first the, scene. the guitar. That's where it starts. Right. So and they're right. like ah, and it blows up. Okay. And then right. then it blows up another one. Then they cut to like a scene where there's like the the director of the the shipping yard. He's like, oh my god, our ships are getting blown up, and they're doing the the, the twirly um, newspapers that says, you know, six, seventeen ships sunk, yeah, okay. and um, that's where it picks up. And then they go to the village. The village finds a, a raft with a couple of sailors that lived on it. The, the old man goes, oh, check it out, it's Godzilla, and that's when he names him. You know, right, he named right, him Godzilla. Yeah. And he's like, he's been torturing our village for forever, and not forever. He doesn't say it like that, but. That makes you think that that was part of... They wrote in the atomic stuff, kind of crossed themselves up because that old man was like, yeah, Godzilla, you know, he knew who he was. This wasn't an atomic thing. So they added that to make it more meaningful, where clearly... Because they had an old ancient ritual dance for... To appease this Godzilla. Kind of like King Kong. Right. So... He's been around forever. He's just getting he's just, more pissed he, off now. Maybe. He's been around forever, but he just hibernates for a long yeah. time. Oh, maybe know? that's it. Maybe, you and know. it's like a legend or whatever, you know, and he shows up every once in a while. but and kicks some shit over. And, but, you know, you because know. of the bombs that went off, he that's showed up That's where again. he got his radioactive powers. And that's the other thing. Now, we're just talking about the first one. The movies... Well, I guess we're talking just in general. We'll talk in general. The, the yeah. movies also, his powers vary greatly from movie to movie. They, they take... It's almost like werewolves and 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 the vampires in the same, where they just take real the mythology, liberal. Yeah, the mythology. They, yeah. the, they really liberally change 
whatever he can do just to fit whatever. You know, yeah. he's been on the moon. He's fought in space. You know, Godzilla can just kind of do whatever he wants. He's like Superman or something. You know, yeah. And you're like, right. well, okay, I guess he shoots lightning out of his ass now. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, whatever happens, you just kind of go, oh, all right, yeah, it's Godzilla, dude. Yeah, you know. and, and most of the Godzillas were directed by Honda, mm. and and the sounds and the and the soundtracks were by uh, uh, Akira Ifakube or whatever. Yeah, I have I have like, I have the original, and then I have the greatest hits, two different CDs filled with them, of all the Godzilla stuff from him, like his soundtrack. Music. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, very, later on, other guys took took up, but they were the very main, powerful. They were, they were the main guys. Yeah, the the theme is really. Is real memorable and it's like a, you know like a typical March kind of yep. you know thing or whatever you wouldn't forget it. yeah but as the, this one was very somber the next one got raids again I'm not sure if the, it was a co-production at this point or not not yet I don't think yet not yet but it was way different than this one it was like they, they he he was fighting another mo- he fought another monster in that mm-hmm. but it didn't have the same feel and then after that Godzilla versus the Thing or you know whichever it just opened the floodgates yeah I think Rodan came after that and then Godzilla versus and then Mothra and Godzilla versus the Thing I don't know what the linear is but after they they be, they got in color then it just became like a, a monster fest or whatever. just whatever yeah they did whatever they wanted you know there was that was it was. <laughs> I like the way he's changed over the years. Like I, I don't. I'm not saying it like in a negative, but yeah, he just kind of Godzilla really just was whatever. You know, the monsters got wackier, and there was kids involved. Now yeah. you know, it became more of a. I want to say like a. They just had to make one every four years, and they just did, or two yeah. years, or whatever it was. It was a cash cow for Toho. You know, it was obviously like they were making a lot of money. They were very very protective well, over his their, they were making a lot of money but the guys who bought the rights in the u.s toho wasn't making as much money here as they would have liked to because i forgot who it was joseph was it joseph levine or some other i forgot who the who distributors were the distributors were making all the money on television uh-huh, yeah. and film rights aip had some of them or whatever but they didn't revert back up until i think the 90s or the 80s and then when they were back now they're really protective but before that i mean remember all the uh all the VHSs and yeah. all the stuff that was out there, you know, it was. Well, like, there's two that are in public domain. Well, I, you know what, they reverted back already. I think uh, the one with um, uh, the, shoot, what is it? Um, I can't remember, but go ahead. The one with uh, Jet Jaguar, I think, is in public domain. And the one with the, yeah, the one with Jet Jaguar is in, in public domain. And the other one was it the Frankenstein? Frankenstein. Uh, or Godzilla versus the King Kong. King Kong vs. Godzilla was in public domain? No, 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 it anymore. must not be. There was two. There's two in public domain. I can't remember the other one. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, I, should, this, I should cut this out, but I'm not going to. So, yeah, but but Toho really under started to understand better what an icon Godzilla was. And and almost, like just like Hello Kitty, almost synonymous with Japan. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, you're talking about, if you're talking about Hello Kitty and, um, you know, Godzilla, what else is there, like Sushi? I mean, not. I'm not saying culturally. Of course, Japan is it's a very rich tradition and everything like that. But when you think of it, right. you think of Godzilla, you think of Hello Kitty, and you think of like a couple of this, you know, samurai and and uh, it became almost an icon for Japan. And Toho said they started treating it as such, where you can't rip off if you use the the, the Godzilla roar, you're in trouble. Right. Um, if you you can't steal their videos and stuff like that, like. Even punk, like uh, there was a punk band called Godzilla, 
and they brought up litigation against them, so they went to Gar- Gorgira. Yeah, Gorgira. Like they, they, yeah. they changed it a little bit, but so it's like that's the level where they're at. They're like they're almost Disney like, where they're like, uh, uh-uh. uh, you don't mess with the mouse and you don't mess with the big green guy. You know what I mean? You, and and that's just the way. And then, and then the Godzilla suit made appearances in um, Zone Fighter, it was called, and some of the TV shows or whatever. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, like they would get like a suit that wasn't used anymore and have them fight like an Ultraman type guy or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, there was. I mean, it was still Toho, so they licensed it, so right. they owned it and did whatever they wanted with it. I almost would love to see a Blu-ray box set of All Encompassing, but I don't think they'll ever happen. Um, uh, to be know. honest, I don't even know how many there are. The originals? Oh, well, no, I'm saying like if you you if I said okay, I want to buy every Godzilla there is. I mean, I don't even... I don't know how many there actually are of these. There's a, there's a shit ton of Godzilla movies. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, even like what we're saying, Godzilla versus... Uh, Megalon was the one that... King was Kong. Pu- Megalon is the one that's in public domain. Megalon. You're right. You're right. That's, that's it. Megalon. Yep. Megalon and then the, the Jet Jaguar one. I was thinking... Yeah, and, <clears throat> and the Jet Jaguar is either Mechagodzilla... Or uh, mm-hmm. Megalon, it's one of those. But I, I, I don't. But I, know Megalon, I know Megalon is the public is the domain. One, yeah, that's the one I did for the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get a feeling it reverted back because I heard they just put it out on DVD, a Toho version of it. So I'm wondering if like the rights just kind of like ended a few I years ago. I thought once it fell out, it was out. I don't know. Well, whatever. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't you know, matter. Uh, um, yeah, Megalon. That's it. With the, with the. <laughs> Shit. With the giant cockroach monster. Yeah, that's the one I made a yeah. I made a punk video out of that. Oh, like that's awesome. that fight, I made it where it's, I sped it up really fast, like they were dancing. It was crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. really good actually. Yeah. So um. Yeah, and at that point, it just kind of became way too much, you know, in a way, and it stopped about in the seventies. And then I think in '85, Raymond Burr went back and they did Godzilla. 80. Well, he did it in the American version. He redid his Steve Martin part. And they did Godzilla '85. Yeah. And that restarted it up again. Then there was what King of Monsters? No, not King of Monsters. Um. Oh, it was King Godzilla versus you know Destroyer and all. These yeah, other there was guys a lot. I have a lot of them out there. Believe it or not, I have uh, DVDs. I think I have like maybe ten, fifteen. That's at not least. even nothing though. I mean, that's at nothing. Least, yeah. And then. Uh, and then they, we did the, the the reboot Godzilla, which pissed them off. And then they redid they oh, did Go- Godzilla Final Wars, which was like a yeah, which is like hey, stick it up your ass. This is Godzilla, not your fast running. Yeah, you know. yeah. Those 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 dudes who did uh, Independence, they decided they were going to do Godzilla. Oh, it was terrible. The American Godzilla, which was like two thousand. No, no. Um, it was like in the nineties. Nineties, yeah. It was it was Jurassic Park, and, and it was the wackiest, weirdest most wrong thing ever and uh then then they actually did a cartoon animated within the that godzilla i was like (laughs) oh my god yeah it's terrible yeah with all these actors they thought it was going to be like a big big hit and it turned to be a big dud overall um godzilla is and forever will be one of my favorite you know my favorite franchises my favorite characters um big lumbering lizard you know whatever you want to call him yeah i mean it, i mean it, the, the story is that i forgot who the producer was but he saw the beast from Twenty Thousand fathoms each of and he said the hondo was a director it was somebody else oh, who saw oh, it. Right, and right. they said hey let's we can do this and they they <laughs> kind of took it and they took it into a completely different direction and they mm-hmm. had like you know big success with oh yeah it. that's great you know it's a great movie if you haven't seen the original i would see both i would of say them. see both of them 
Um, I think they're both available on a DVD. You get the I have Burr and the uh, I actually bought Japanese. like a really nice collector's box, but now they came out on blue. So baby oh, blue, baby blue on. has the, the original Godzilla on it, which I don't know if I'm going to plop down the cash for. You know, I got the best copy of I could buy with you know with the, out of a box set, so I, I might just pass on it. Um, but we'll see. You know, go see them. Don't if you have to read, just just get over it I mean, and, and yeah, read this I one. Mean, this thing is like on all over the place. You can probably you can probably find the version of Godzilla on on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, you probably. Could. If you haven't seen it, I mean, if you haven't seen it, where have you been? You know, yeah, no kidding. Anyway. So this is gonna be one of my rare ten out of ten. This is uh, this is to me, I would I don't ding it for anything, and for how much I've tooled on Raymond Burr, I'd give that like a nine point five out of ten. Yeah, um, I give it's it. Still I give Godzilla. I give still, it that. Yeah, nine point five. Um, yeah. But you know what? So that wraps up our Beast from the East Unleashed month. Well, you um, know what? We at some point in the future we should do another. We, there's so many oh more yeah. giant Japanese oh yeah. guys. We should do a few more. Big Man Japan's out there. Well, even um, some other Godzillas and Gamera and oh the, yeah. this Ultraman and oh, all that kind of stuff. For, with my pinch on for uh, for, Jap- oh yeah. for Japan and Japanese culture, we'll be doing. I, yeah, I, we'll be doing. Way I more love of these. The, that stuff. So. Uh, but we got to move on to uh we got to start watching some bad movies again. You yeah. know. Like I've got one. We've too. had we've had um I've been given sevens and eights out like they're candy. I know. It's time to start some deep hurting again. It's time to start <laughs> some minus numbers. We need to go like we need to exactly. go into the minus. Exactly. So you know what that means, boys and girls. Yeah, it's VS. Yes, it's time for another versus show. So, this is it should be an off skate. We have okay. We'll we'll do, we'll do another. Skate. Yeah, we've been we we didn't really haven't grabbed any themes lately. We haven't had any themes or anything like that. No. So we might as well just. Come We're up coming with off of a very solid month, a month of glorious, glorious Japanese movies, all super awesome. And we're gonna follow that up with a versus show, an all skate versus, which is just death. So yeah. prepare for next week when we are not so jovial, and you will hear the sadness in our voices. And the tears on our cheeks will just be drying when we turn the, ma- see, the mixing board on and say, wow, that was horrible. See, the problem with an off-skate is I could come up with like really horrid stuff, and I'm sure you can too. Yeah. But the problem is, I don't know if I want to watch it. You know, I can come up yeah, with a movie that, that's... I'm down. That's I'm, really I'm, bad, but I don't know if I want to watch it. I don't I'm know if down. I want to put myself through All it. All I know is I'm down one, and I got I to gotta fight back to even... You know, I'm like, wow, because last time I actually had a movie, yeah, and that was my downfall. You 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 gave me one yeah, that was wasn't even a movie, and I'm like, wow. This one, this next one's gonna be a movie. <laughs> I have to find one that's just a broken mess. So okay, oh, plenty to go around. <laughs> that's all we got for this month, uh, this week. It's a little bit short, but what are you gonna say? Um, if you have any comments or questions, join our Facebook group and or write us at Z-E-N-B-O-N-E at Hotmail.com and put something about your podcast or robots or slow robots or, or fast robots whatever. or whatever. And if you we've missed something on our list, feel free to let us know. If you want us to do a different kind of list, let us know. And if you didn't tell your friends and family, what the hell are you waiting for out there in listener listener land? Oh, one more thing. Go ahead. Uh, I'm also on uh, Two Dimension Podcast, the comic book co- podcast with no uh, direction where we you review are. comics. Yes, I am on another podcast, and we do. I didn't comics. even pitch you that today. 
No, I have to. I, 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 I'm, I'm rusty. I'm, no, I'm, yeah, I know, I know. I just figured I'd get that in just because. You better, otherwise. I don't want King Don King to like. King Don will come like, busting in here with a luchador mask. Like, we, we did a couple of new shows where uh, we talk about some fun comics, and it's always cool to the do that. The whole gang, or just you and no, King Don? No, it's just me and Don. The other two are kind of like a uh, wall. Yeah, a wall. <laughs> I feel your pain, brother. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of the going the way of the, the bunch of doors project. Yeah, we'll 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 rope them in for a show or two in the future. Yeah, but, I don't you know. know. They, they got like life stuff to do, you know. Like, yeah, they got, I know. Like, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff, same so. same same with our crew. Uh, unfortunately, you and I don't have a life, so. That's, you know, we have lives, that's good but for our we have lives, but we we love these crappy movies so much that we that is our life. That man. that we we got to do it. You know, it's like I just I I just need to spew. <laughs> I know it's crazy about these movies. Yeah, I know it's true. We got some projects coming up that will take over for uh, some of that stuff. I mean, to, to expand the Slow Robot brand that's coming up in the near future. Yeah, in the future. Uh, the future. And the future is where you will yeah. be living, or whatever yeah, Criswell exactly. said. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, we need to do uh, some Ed Wood movies, too, at some point. We haven't touched that. We haven't yeah. touched that. There, there's, one, <laughs> there's one that I was going to do, and then I said to myself, I can't do this to Martin. I don't hate him as much. Glenn and Glenda? No, you ever Orgy of the Dead. No, I never have. Uh, it, it's, it's a movie with tons of naked women. But it's so freaking boring, and there's no plot to it that I couldn't even do it to you. You'd be like, you'd you'd be like, come on, man. How the hell can you have naked women all over it and still be boring? Because it's basically, it's funny. The concept is funny. There's a there's a mummy in it. There's a werewolf in it. There's Criswell. There's that. But most of the movie is just these like '60s stripper doing like these ten minute shows where they like get up and they like be, one's an Indian woman and she oh. does her thing and it's just on and on and on Do you know what I, you know what movie I did watch The Gold Boots um The Girl in the Gold Boots Oh my god Ted Michaels yeah That was brutal Did you watch the MST or you watch the, uh, the MST version Oh uh, it was more brutal if you don't watch it with the MST <laughs> Yeah Ted Michaels yeah. Oh my god Wow. That gives me some ideas, but anyway. No, yeah, all right. We're done for the show. Okay, we're done. Contact us if you want to. I'm Mao, and with me, as always... Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And, and wait, wait. Don't contact us if you want to. Contact us because you have to, because we have stuff that you don't know about, and we're going to inform you, and it's going to be great, so make sure you contact us. We have some information that... You'll want to know. And if you don't, I'm going to have Clint Eastwood come That's right. and shoot you in the back. That's right.